Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Gospel according to St. John Jesus said to Nicodemus, No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. The Gospel of the Lord. Reading Reflection for the 24th Week, Monday. Humility, the prerequisite to belief. We may speculate that the scene narrated in today's Gospel took place in the late afternoon, having finished his preaching for the day. Our Lord was entering the town of Capernaum, Two elders of the Jewish community approached Jesus on behalf of a Roman centurion with a sick servant who was dear to him. This Gentile officer is presented to us as a man of great virtue. He is someone who knows how to lead others. I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. At the same time, he has a great heart. He knows how to care for those around him like a sick servant of his. He is a generous man. He does everything in his power to help his servant. He himself had built the local synagogue, though not himself a Jew. The elders point out to Jesus, He is worthy to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation. Above all, the most striking characteristic of this centurion is his humility. When Jesus had already started out for the centurion's house, the centurion sent a messenger, saying, Lord, do not trouble yourself, for I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you. But say the word, and let my servant be healed. This faith and humility take Jesus by surprise. When Jesus heard this, he marveled at him and turned and said to the multitude that followed him, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. Humility is the prerequisite to belief, to coming close to Christ. This virtue is the narrow road that leads to faith and to growth in the supernatural life. Humility allows us to understand Jesus. In his commentary on this passage, St. Augustine notes that humility served as the door through which the Lord would enter into the life of this just man. Today, let us ask the Lord for a true humility which will lead us closer to Christ. You told me in confidence that in your prayer you would open your heart to God with these words. I think of my wretchedness which seems to be an increase despite the graces you give me. 
It must be due to my failure to correspond. I know that I am completely unprepared for the enterprise you are asking of me. And when I read in the newspaper of so very many highly qualified and respected men with formidable talents and no lack of financial resources, speaking, writing, organizing in the defense of your kingdom, I look at myself and see that I am a nobody, ignorant, poor, so little in a word. This would fill me with shame if I did not know that you want me to do so. But Lord Jesus, you know how gladly I have put my ambition at your feet, to have faith and love, to be loving, believing, suffering. In these things, I do not want to be rich and learned, but no more rich or learned than you, in your limitless mercy, have wanted me to be. I desire to put all my prestige and honor into fulfilling your most just and most lovable will. To grow in faith. I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. What an incredible compliment. How much our Lord must have been delighted for him to utter these words. Let us meditate today on the quality of our own faith, asking Jesus to grant us the grace for it to increase day by day. St. Augustine gave this definition of faith. Deo credere, deum credere, in deum credere. Deo credere means to believe that what God says is true. Thus, we also believe a man, whereas we do not believe in a man. Deum credere means to believe that he is God. In deum credere means believing to love, believing to go to him, believing to cling to him, and be joined to his members. Progress in faith is to believe in these three aspects. To believe in God, we need to have a serious desire for doctrinal formation. How is our effort to understand God and his revelation going? How is our interest in our spiritual reading? How is our attendance and participation in means of formation such as retreats? Our longing to know God better is also manifested in our loyalty to be revealed the truth as proclaimed by the church. To believe in God, we must have to grow in our personal friendship with Him. We have to deal with God on a daily basis in loving prayer. We should meet Him in daily Mass. We should find Him in our successes and our failures. Believing in God leads us to see Him close up in our daily life. To believe God Himself is the crowning of the other two aspects. This is the love which brings with it the true faith. Lord, I believe in you and I love you. I speak with you like a friend, not a stranger. It is impossible to get to know you and not end up loving you. He that loves you knows that he has to struggle to identify with your will. Humility is indispensable for perseverance. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave well. All of the miracles worked by Jesus were manifestations of his loving and merciful heart. He never performed a miracle that hurts anyone, nor did he ever work a miracle for its own sake. We see him suffering hunger and he does not ask for bread. At Jacob's well, he is thirsty and he asks the Samaritan woman to give him to drink. When Herod asks for a sign, he keeps silence. 
The purpose of the miracles is that people believe in him, that they may believe that thou didst send me. He transforms the corporal works of mercy into means of spiritual growth. This is the reason why the curing of the servant had the effect of bringing the centurion closer to the Lord. We might suppose that he was one of the first Gentiles to seek baptism after the Feast of the Pentecost. Our faith unites us to Christ the Redeemer with his dominion over all creation. It gives us a security greater than any human activity can provide. Yet, to have this faith, we need the humility of that centurion. We need to see ourselves as nothing before Jesus. We resolve always to follow his lead, no matter what our feelings may be. St. Augustine stated that all the gifts of God could be reduced to this. Receive the faith and perseverance in it to the end of your life. Humility will teach us to beware of our inherent weakness. The true obstacle to faith is pride. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. We have to ask often for humility. We find in Our Lady the perfect synthesis of faith and humility. Her cousin, Elizabeth, moved by the Holy Spirit, greets Mary with these words, Blessed is she who believed. Similarly inspired, Mary responded with her Magnificat, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowest state of this handmaiden. For behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. Mary does not take credit for this divine favor. God has seen her great humility and has decided to fill her with grace. Let us go to Mary so that she may teach us how to grow in humility, which is the best foundation for our faith. The handmaid of the Lord is today the queen of the universe. Whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. If we give ourselves to the service of God without condition, we will be elevated to great heights. We will partake of the intimate life of God. We will be like gods as we follow the road of humility and docility to the will of God. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.